0: What's going on, guys? I kept my promise and I'm going to do a post a UFC 271 post game episode. Bianca, she's here. She's doing homework over in the corner because we have a little fun Valentine's Day weekend planned out, but I'm keeping my promise and I'm actually doing this. It's test. This is testing my will to, you know, this is testing everything, but I'm just really tired right now, but I have to get this done just for my mental health, you know? But what an amazing card. Probably, if not by the end of the year, I can almost guarantee this is going to be one of the best cards, like looking back, just given the fact all this, I mean, the Douglas um, Silva de Andrade fight. What are we doing there? Craziness. Sergey Morozov cracks him, drops him, and then Douglas comes back, even though he has an l- absolute gasher above, above his like left or right eye or something. Crazy fight, but... There's just a few things that I have to get off my mind and that I have to kind of just talk about. So, the very first thing, we got to give out fighter of the day. And there's a few really good ones, but I think what we have to go, we got to go Jeremiah Wells here over Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond didn't even get to show anything that he was capable of. All the hype, everything, Jeremiah Wells nullified that real quick. But then, obviously, we have Silva. He was fantastic. And... Another prospect that I really liked was AJ Dobson. I haven't seen him fight before, but he looked really good against Jacob. But Jacob, because he looked, he kind of reminded me of like David Onama, you know, where he was stuffing takedowns and he has pretty clean boxing. But Jacob Alcum just kept taking him down. I was a little bit busy during the Mana Martinez fight. And I was talking to my grandpa. And then literally when Mana hit after getting dominated, when he hit him with that spinning back fist, I was like, oh, (laughs) which was kind of sick. But it was kind of embarrassing. But... Yeah, there was just the the whole entire card was fantastic, but I the main guy that sticks out to me was Jeremiah Wells, and then obviously I gotta actually give it to Douglas Silva on like the undercard. And then as we got up into the kind of the main the main juice after the um, Ronnie Lawrence, Mana Martinez like Kyler Phillips, baby. This guy, I don't even know how he lost to Halle and Paiva. He looks so good against Marcello with that um arm bar baby. He's gonna be I, I really want him to like he deserves, in my opinion, he deserves a top 15 opponent because he's so dynamic. He's so much fun to watch. And he's a main eventer, honestly. Like, he could headline a card. And then when they were talking about how Bobby King Green needs to headline, I can completely agree with that. But just sticking with Kyler right now, like, there's so many fun fights in the bantamweight division for him. He doesn't necessarily have to get, like, a ranked guy. But getting a dub over a tough Marcelo Rojo, like... I honestly believe that gives him, and it was it was pretty definitive as well. And I wouldn't mind maybe like, because didn't he fight didn't he fight Yedong? and he beat Song? Wouldn't it be kind of fun to maybe run that back? Is that kind of crazy though? Since that didn't happen too long, that didn't happen that long ago, and Kyler kind of wrecked him a little bit. Song didn't have much for him, but getting because if you rank him with if you match him up with Song, then you're gonna have. An opportunity for kyler to get ranked and then he can just start climbing the rankings but i think that'd be a fun fight even ricky simone versus kyler but ricky simone's probably looking to fight somebody higher up in the rankings for sure um but yeah i'm just really stoked because basically uh, honestly the fights that me and bianca picked we did really well honestly like i picked douglas da silva i picked oh I wait, mean, i picked mana boy I picked Kyler. I want to Roxanne Roxanne looks so good honestly. Is she's she's stuck on the like she was really good on the feet with Casey. Like she did really well and it was kind of sad to see her go but Casey's it was like there was a couple passing of the torch moments with the Tai Tuivasa fight and then also with Ro- Roxanne and Casey. Arlovs, so he kind of scraped out a dub there. Okay, these are the main things that we have to talk about according, like, just to the main card. That's enough with the prelims and stuff. Bobby King-Green. When I was doing my little... I was doing an episode with Bianca, and I was talking about how Bobby King-Green versus Joel Alvarez needs to happen, and then I made a new video that didn't happen because they matched him up with uh, um, Armand Sarukian, and I made a video about how I want... Rafael Fazeev to fight the winner of Armand and versus uh, um, versus Joel Alvarez. And then Rafael Faziv got a fight against uh, RDA. So that that kind of crashed my plans a little bit. But why not give Bobby King Green the fight? the winner of that fight because if anybody deserves to be ranked in the entire ufc it's definitely bobby king i mean even when this guy loses he still wins against his fight against tiago moises was still he lost a decision nobody has really taken this cat out in a while i want to see when's the last he all he has is just okay the last time he lost via a freaking finish was against Dustin Poirier in 2016 since then he's either won or lost decision victories and then these last few times he knocked out Alec went to obviously and then he put on a pretty good performance probably his best performance to date against Nasrat so let's give even though his he he has only won two of his last four like I guess you could I guess you could picture it as he's won the last three of five you could say that. That sounds a lot better. Okay, let's do that. So let's give him Joel Alvarez versus Armand Saru That's going to be a fire fight. No, he's a tough test for anybody in the division. And Joel Alvarez, it'll be fun to see Bobby King Green because uh, I feel like the only way to really beat that guy is via either having some extreme attributes where, because Joel Alvarez, he can basically pick you apart. And then also... Armasar and who has the threat to take you down at any time and I feel like that's the main way to beat um, Bobby King green so let's let's do that instead I think that would be good and then next Hanato Moikano versus Alexander Hernandez I was thinking like why not just match a Bobby King with Hanato Moikano, but that doesn't make too much sense but after looking like Hanato, like he looked more impressive in his last, this last fight, especially on the feet. Like he didn't really even get threatened on the feet at all. And I feel like that's going to be imperative for him because in some of the other fights like against Raphael Fazeev, obviously Raphael is so unbelievably high level, but like he got cracked a few times and even in the Jai Herbert fight, he got cracked. So, but he didn't get touched by Alexander at all. So that's a really good sign. And if that is the case if he can because we already know how good he is on the ground and he got like his ninth ever root naked choke submission so if we matched him up with like another dude if i mean i don't think it's crazy to maybe put him in for a fight to maybe get into the top 15 because he after this fight against alexander hernandez like he looked legit and if he gets on the ground with you he can freaking charles oliverio basically and he is really similar, similar in body type to charles so like I was really pumped for Hanato. I'm really happy that he's been able to like turn his career around. And if he doesn't get a big check after tonight, that's, a, that's a crime because big text. I like what he said after the fight, like Texas big, uh, what do you, what did he say? He oh, dude, He said, uh, big in Texas, big stakes. And they give me big checks or whatever <laughs> it was like the thing. I ever <laughs> Hanato Moicano <McConnell. laughs> in Texas, big stakes. What did you say? No, you weren't. You Wait, you missed the Bobby King, Hanato. You watched the Cannoneer fight. All right, next next few topics that we'll cover real quick. Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson. Crazy fight. Derek Brunson base almost got Jared out of there in the first round. But Jared, he's good. He is good. It's just Israel to Sonia and him don't match up too well, I don't think. Because Israel took a guy like Robert Whitaker... He nullified everything Jared did. And even though they might be he might be a little bit more improved, like Robert Robert Whitaker, he completely changed the way he fights and he's so good. And if Israel can nullify what Robert could do to him, imagine what he's gonna do to Jared Cannon here. Like, it's not even going to be close. The only fight to make is Sean Strickland. The only reason I want to see that fight, it could be another snoozer. Sean Strickland might not want to engage with him, but it's the only shot to dethrone Israel. Because Sean Strickland, he's the only one cuckoo enough to to get in the mindset of beating him. And also, I will say this right now, I believe Sean Strickland, if he wants to take him down, if there's anybody that's going to keep him down, it could very well be Sean Strickland just because of how dense and big he is. He's, even though he might not be that super t- like super tall, I feel like he's got that psycho strength where he's going to be able to hold down Israel, especially if he spars with big guys like Dominic Reyes and stuff. He's felt big, strong guys. So not that like Robert or Jared haven't, but I don't know. There's just something different about Sean. And I think that's the only fight to make. Jared Cannonier, sure, they're probably going to make a Jared Cannonier versus Israel Adesanya, but it's like, Come on, dude. I mean, props to Jerry here He did so good. He overcame a lot of adversity in that fight, and he's just super heavy-handed. And anytime he connects, he can change the direction of a fight. Just like perfect segue. Just like Ty Tuivasa can. And Ty Tuivasa, this is like the basically the last thing I want to talk about. Ty Tuivasa deserves interim title shot over anybody, and he just knocked out. I don't even think I've never really seen anybody do what Ty just did to Derek Lewis, dude. Like he landed an elbow and then. Derek just folded. Derek looks so good. He cracked him on multiple occasions, but yeah, I'm sold on Ty. Like, he's he's legit. He's actually legit. I was kind of questioning him before the Sakai fight. Like, what if this is just kind of a fluke? But Sakai's a high-level striker. And then Derek Lewis, people are scared to get in the um, pocket with him and throw. And Ty's not. And so, that's the difference. That's the difference. He's just fearless. So... And you can even tell, dude, when he's staring you down at, like, the ceremonial press conferences or the ceremonial weigh-in, and he gets, he does like, puts his arms up in the air, you can tell he's not scared of anybody. So, him versus, like, Stipe, him versus Cyril, those are all going to be really good fights. Because he's not afraid to stalk anybody down. And a pretty, yeah, he's he throws that leg kick, and he'll just throw one or two, and people don't like it. Even Derek didn't like it, so... Yeah, super good card all around. I think we're going to be look, going back to this one big time because um, this one's going to stand out throughout the entire year for sure because there's a multiple fights on here where there are, there are fights of the year candidates. like that Ronnie Lawrence versus Manny Martinez. Manny was down and out, and I knew I had faith that he was going to come back, and he ended up giving Ronnie Lawrence trouble, serious trouble, and then obviously the Douglas silva de Andrade fight was absolutely berserk, and I, I never counted him out. Even when he was... Hurt and stuff. I was like, dude, this guy's not going away. And he ended up getting that dub, baby, that rear naked choke. I think. Oh, that's. Is this a? I don't know what the like record is for rear naked chokes on a car, but there was three of them. And even though I know that's like, dude, that's actually kind of wild. There's a lot of similarities, bro. We had, we literally had three rear naked chokes, two knockouts via elbow. And then we had two split decisions. That's wild, baby. I don't know. I don't think the Casey O'Neal fight should have been a split decision for sure. The Andre Lasky or Jared Vandera definitely should have been. But there's a lot of storylines coming out of this fight card. And there's a lot of good guys that I think that this just set the foundation for them to have huge 2022s like Kyler Phillips, Bobby King Green, all these guys. Jacob Malcolm. But I, I cannot wait. I think the main star to watch out for that didn't win was AJ Dobbs. And I was really, I really liked what he did. He kind of gassed out a little bit just because Jacob was so relentless with the takedowns, but he looked really good and athletic. And he got back up to his feet on multiple occasions and he was hitting him with clean, crisp shots. Like his guard is really tight and he just throws really good, straight shots. And he's finding the target big time. But yeah, tons. Oh, and I can't forget about Maxime Grisham. Grisham looked really good against William Knight. William just couldn't really pull the trigger at all. But lots of really good fights. I'm happy I did this and, you know, right at 13 minutes, baby, let's go. So that's kind of my recap for UFC 271. Thank you guys. I know it's, this is terrible, but you know, it is what it is and we'll get better at it because I want to keep doing these throughout the, throughout the year. And then also it'll probably get better during summertime and stuff when I have less stuff going on. So I'll be more inclined to do it. Less, less, less obstacles or less stuff to do, you know? Okay. Thank you guys very much. Later.